Okay. Here we go. Yeah, I'm afraid, like I'm scared as a dog, but I've got a new song and I want y'all to sing along, sing along. See, this is the way that we walk on the sunny day when it's raining inside and you're I'm Anthony. Oh boy, Song of the South. <laughs> what a racist it's a fucking movie! Fucking crows, man. Why? That that's why it's so unbelievable to me that Disney can fire James Gunn over things that he said in the past, and they're like, "Ah, we're Disney." We Yet their entire company is based off covering up things they did in the past. <laughs> Wasn't Disney anti-Semitic? Yeah, but James Gunn said some weird shit on Twitter. Yeah, but the guy didn't you make a movie that? basically said that black people were birds like <laughs> <laughs> well like you know it's well hi fo- like it's walt disney working at a little workbench and he looks up and he, oh i didn't see you there <laughs> like one of those jews sneaking into my house <laughs> you're like oh sure. you coming to collect my money <laughs> <laughs> ah, i'm just jonesing with you yeah come on but back, not really see what i'm working with anyway, but not really. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> unless you're a jew yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh, Jesus. You ever watch some of those little videos where he was like showing the planning for Disney World and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It is pretty cool. I mean, if you ever go, if you go on Tomorrowland and do the people movers. I bought all this land illegally. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I I fucked thousands of farmers over. (laughs) Just to bring you the magic of Disney. (laughs) Well. (laughs) Which, fuck you, dude. Dirty. And and here's Disney's at it again. Here I don't I don't know if you've heard about uh, Amendment Three. Uh, it's it's uh, one of the big amendments on the ballot this year. Uh huh. And Amendment Three basically um, is says that okay we're putting we're putting the 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 rights back in the hands of the voters and saying that okay if we're gonna have new gambling then we'll vote on it. Which on the surface seems like oh yeah that that makes sense right that's that seems really that's that seems nice except. Except when you look under it, okay. So this is this is a, this is an amendment that was put on there by the people. They say by the people, but they fucking paid. I I saw this firsthand because I I I live downtown, so I see it all the time. They paid homeless people or people like you know they paid people to go out and get petitions on these on the or signatures on these petitions. So they would approach you and they say, hey, do you want to sign a petition to, uh, for voters' rights or or to uh, to protect our beaches? And I signed the petition. I was like, yeah, that sounds good. Not reading it like like a normal person would or a smart person would. But most people will, if they're approached and they say, hey, you know, with this with this line, they'll say, hey, you want to sign this petition? They'll do it. So they had paid people uh, getting petition signatures. And they're putting all kinds of money behind it in the, uh, in, like, in the, um, on the radio, on TV. Now, here's the reason why. Because the Seminole Tribe and, and Disney World don't want things to compete with them in Florida. And if they got their way with this amendment, 
uh, what it would take to get new gambling is okay. Yes, it would go to it would go to, to the voters for them to vote on it, but it would have to pass by sixty percent of the vote. So even if it does pass, it has to get sixty percent of the Holy vote to shit. pass, which is like crazy. Everybody knows that's crazy. Yeah, or that's 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 a lot to ask for. Right. Um, Most of the time, things win like what. Like a little over fifty or whatever, right? Yeah, like fifty-one forty-nine or something like the that. The idea being that, like, okay, so Derby Lane, which is struggling because I mean, there's another amendment to get rid of Greyhound Racing, which you know, if you want to get rid of Greyhound Racing, that's fine. But Derby Lane's like, okay, to mitigate that, let's put in some slot machines. Well, it's like, no, the Seminole Tribe doesn't want you doing that. So it's a it's a big fucking farce paid for by Disney and the Seminole Tribe, which you know, I guess in you know in their world, I guess that makes sense, but financially, yeah. No on three. That's all I'm saying. Vote no on three, Florida voters. Yep. That's and there's, there's your political corner for the, for for now. <laughs> we can get. We're gonna get more political later, or unless yeah. we want to do that now. We've got some uh, some some weird news, really. I've had a good. Describe it. I've had a good week. I had a good day at the gym, except I was at the gym today, and what 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 what? <laughs> Just sounds creepy. Yeah. So I'm, pour, I'm, I'm pouring like, vodka into my glass oh, yeah, right. yeah. sunscreen <laughs> bottle because, you know, that's how you get it on Don't cruises. Don't listen to this, Carl. Or, in, or into Disney World, <laughs> folks. Listen, listen here, folks. Hillary Clinton doesn't want to have you. Watch you to have vodka in Disney World. George Soros has a... The frogs are turning gay. Fro- frogs are turning us all gay, folks. I have the documents. So what were you going to say? I was at the gym today and I noticed a guy. I, I clocked a guy because he's he's my size. He's like six five, and you know whenever you're tall, you clock other tall guys. So I was like, oh, there's a guy. But he was like a he was like a big dude, and I, and I was like, fuck, I'm glad I don't look like that. Like I, I'm glad I don't look as shitty as that anymore. Like I'm glad I don't look so shitty anymore. Uh-huh. So I'm working out, and the guy comes up to me. And he's like, he's like, hey man, how's it going? Like he's like, hey, my name's so and so, and I'm like, oh hey, how's it going? He's like, yeah, you know, I know she had a similar build to me, and uh, and uh, oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, I uh, fuck, you know, my name, I'm, my name's gonna go kill myself. I'm gonna go kill myself. God damn it. Tom Segura had a bit about that. Did he? He was like. He was like, God, I'm glad I'm not as fat as that guy. And then his friends would always check him and be like, No, you're like way fatter than that yeah. guy. Like, it's <laughs> true. Yeah. So that was a, that was nice. That was a nice thing that happened to me um, this week. Something else. I, I thought of another story that happened to me this week, and I, um, I, I pl- <laughs> well, I plum forgot it, Mister Disney. <laughs> 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 Who uh did the Beatles changing subjects kind of did the Be- the Beatles voice somebody in Jungle Book didn't they or one of them did um, the, the vultures or whatever this little might have been or the, or the vultures like might have been based off of them yeah um I don't know I don't get Disney anymore I don't like it I don't I don't like what I don't like what, what they're do you about mean the modern Jungle Book I meant the old Jungle Book like the the cartoon yeah, that's what I'm saying yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I understand what you're saying yeah. um let's see the Beatles this little bloke. Jungle Book. Um, Jungle Book's a cool. It's a cool little. Um, Ten things you didn't know about the Jungle Books. Oh, the 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 Beatles were originally planned to be the the. Oh, they were the and vultures in the happen. Jungle Book. Yeah. Yeah. So I think what I think Kipling, Rudyard Kipling, wrote the Jungle Book originally because he was he's a he's a British guy, but he was sent over to India to you know the Queen's Army to to India to to. You know, I guess occupy them. So he wrote 
about his experiences there in like the kind of the jungles and it's always i always liked those takes on uh british imperialism and uh and culture as far as like the jungle book and what was the other one i brought up is uh tarzan tarzan yeah. right, where they go and tame the savage okay yeah. but we got cut off on, we got yeah. cut off on the audio anthony wanted to, <laughs> so it was what was it George Carlin uh, dubbing Thomas the Tank Engine because he was a narrator. <laughs> Which I never knew. Yeah. You never knew that? How long has Thomas it was the Tank Engine been in, on? In U.S. and Ringo Starr in the U.K. Really? Yeah. So this, so this is like... And then Alec Baldwin for a while after Carlin Good died. morning, Percy, he whistled. Driving is fun, isn't it? Did you ever run over a guy, eh? and then you panic, <laughs> so you back up and run over him again? Did you ever notice the second crunch is not as loud as the first? Uh, yes, uh, Thomas, of course. The but, faces uh, are perfect. Yeah. What, Percy? Because, like, Thomas's face is all happy. Might as well run over him again. What are you going to do this time? Drive around him? I think you are both sorry and deserve a treat. Edward will go in front to clear the line. Thomas will look after the coaches, and Gordon run into a bakery and ask if they can bake a cake in the shape of a penis. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Please look in the tank and tell me what you see. Certainly, Inspector, replied Sir Topham Hatt. He clambered up, looked in, and nearly fell off in surprise. Someone defecating. <laughs> they care. How? What? To, but nobody told me about this. What? Like, that's like that's like saying Dave Chappelle is like somewhere uh, narrating a fucking kids show. Yeah, dude. George Carlin forever, like until he died, was the narrator of Thomas, Thomas Tank Engine. Engine? Thing, the more and you know, Alec dude. Baldwin took over for him after he died. Lemon, let me tell you something. <laughs> he just starts doing his Al Pacino. Like, yeah. <laughs> you got no idea how many Thomas to Take Engine episodes I've done. <laughs> uh, we're going to get another Saturday Night Live uh, tangent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, I, I read that and I was like, what? And then I had to, I, yeah, I was like, I had to go back and, and start watching some of like the older episodes. I'm like, holy shit, they was. Thomas the Tank Engine. Nah, I didn't. I can't do it. I can't do Stone Cold. <laughs> Stone Cold narrated Thomas. The More Tank. beer. <laughs> More vodka. Shut up, you stupid train. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wish I wish I liked Stone Cold more back then. Now you I, didn't. I, you weren't a Stone Cold. Was a Stone Cold guy. I was more of a of a goddamn um, Jameis Winston guy or whatever. What's it? What's his name? The Rock. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I just, ah, he's invading my thoughts. My my. I, I my wake dreams. up. I, I I I'm not even kidding you. The, like the right before the draft, I had a dream that we drafted Jameis Winston, and I, like I like I woke up like, oh god, thank God it was all a dream. And then suddenly we drafted Jameis Winston, and here he is. Here he is. Real life. Real life. Hits you in the face. Do when do we when do we like with the, okay so like Louis C.K. right Louis C.K. is coming back a little mm -hmm. bit. He came back did comedy and like everybody's freaking out about it because it's like mm -hmm. ah fuck him. He should. But like when do you forgive? When do you, when does that start to where you're like okay? Because you I mean. <sighs> If the if a if a like a person does the time or like serves the punishment, like does that person deserve to be like persona persona non grata forever? 
Is that is that the sentence? Like I don't like it. And this speaks to like a bigger thing with 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 me too and 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 the celebrities that have uh, that uh, well, have been involved. The, in f- it. the first thing was did the punishment fit the crime? Like were they punished enough? That's a great point, and I, I and I would say no, right? Right. Yeah, especially with an NFL player, like especially with the, with his, you know, going back from the college days, but still. And this is not me trying to like slowly make excuses for for liking Winston. I'm never gonna like him. Yeah. But what do we want from the guy ultimately? When is it gonna? When like if he if he if his situation is different to me because it's pretty clear to me that something happened at FSU. And that I don't want to call it a conspiracy that that the whole town or the the police department and the university all work together to cover it up. But mm-hmm. I'm not saying it didn't happen, and I'm not saying that the fact the only reason he got away with it is because of his status as a Heisman Trophy winner, national championship quarterback, who also played throughout the entire investigation into the rape. Right. Um, and, and it was th- only ever suspended for an altered unrelated incident when she screamed fucker right in the pussy in the student hall so I just for me it it all smells of a bigger picture of college sports and really any sports really that we cover up that will cover up almost anything or or an organization quote unquote a university a town Tallahassee a city will cover up almost anything to protect their Heisman Trophy winning quarterback or who you know, if the player is any good, they'll they'll go to the extra mile to cover things up. So for me, I no, Jameis Winston not only got away with it, but he was never properly put. Well, let's reverse that. He was never properly punished, and he got away with it. Um, but let's say that because like, I, I'm I'm almost positive that that something did take place at Florida State. And I'm not refuting that, and I, and I never and I, will. And I, yeah. and I and I completely agree with you on all points. I mean, it's when you when you look at like Penn State, Ohio State, um, right? USC. It wouldn't well, be the first time, and it won't be the last. Uh, of course, yeah. It's the it's because it's uh, because it's our soccer. It's like the biggest. I mean, Fuck I mean, Baylor. Look at Baylor, man. Yeah. They had sexual assault rings. The players had groups of that would go sexually assault people and all the coaches would cover it up like but that's does insane your, because my but here's the thing that this is what i was trying to get to my opinion started to soften a little bit on james when like as the years went on and he was a quarterback and he was doing okay i still was very I, you know you can listen to the show i was very harsh on him and i know and look i'm never gonna think uh absolve him of 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 um you know what i think that he he did um, but it started to soften, and then this whole Uber thing came out, and it just completely like I was like, "Fuck this guy." Um, but if if he goes out and not on, not even on the field, just off the field, does does you know the right things in the community, stays clean, does you know just kind of does the Roethlisberger right, like where he's just you know keeps his nose clean, he's married, he's got a kid, you know he's he's com- contributed to 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 his local community. I I. I I'm not going to say forgive him, but I mean, eventually things are going to get to a point like, and, and if, if he if he stays in in this town where it's going to all be forgotten. Yeah, I don't want to be the white knight here and say like, no, I'll be the one of the ones that that doesn't forget because I'm never going to forget about that kind of stuff. I think there's a lot of Steelers fans that are that way too, you know. Yeah, like I I don't think we should allow ourselves to forget. Uh, there's a lot of people who certainly allow themselves to forgive 
Winston for for any transgressions he might have gone forward with, and whether that comes from a place of just trying to move past it, or it comes from a place of saying, "Hey, I don't really care about this kind of stuff. I just want to see the guy win." Or wherever place that comes from, there's a certainly a big section of the fan base that has forgave and forgot about Absolutely. Winston's tra- past Absolutely. transgressions. Um, for me, and we've talked about this so many times. For me, I'm just I know, I, we talked about it too much. I feel I just like can't sometimes. hurdle it, man. Uh, yeah. Well, the reason we talk about it so much is because it's it's almost weekly that that it comes up in some capacity in the media or in the fan base or I mean fuck he's taking back his starting job this week yeah, but like or not this like, week but it's a bye week but do you, they've like, named him starter going forward do you want like that pound of flesh from him like what more must must this man do there's to, nothing to he prove can do he's, well to prove is, can he have some because like okay like uh, uh, let's let's switch to, like I think I mentioned this on the, on the show where I was like by myself but it was like Michael Vick for a lot of people, a lot of people won't ever forgive Michael Vick for as long as he lives. Like he's a piece of shit. Fuck this guy. Fuck him forever, um, because of the, the whole dog thing, right? Me, I don't feel that way. I feel like he's done. He's he's gone to prison. He's done his time. Yeah, he's I reformed. had an easier time forgive, forgiving, quote unquote, Michael Vick. Yeah, much easier because he went to prison for two years. He lost two years of his career. He paid a price for what he, he did. did. He paid an enormous price. He did. Yeah. And and his road to redemption is, is one that I... It was I, a long I, one, too. And I followed it. I'm like, God damn, he's doing all the right things, and he seems like he's he's, he's changed. Like I f- he came out of that, I feel like, as a changed person, because if you remember before that... You know, he was getting caught at the airport with, with bottle smell like marijuana. He was he was kind of like, you know, it seems like he he was like Mister Mister Stardom, like Jamie Foxx and, and fucking look, next uh, uh, any given Sunday. Yeah, right. You know, and look, I'm still not a fan of Michael Vick, but I don't I like him. I think he's. I mean, what he did is on uh, like completely unacceptable. Yeah. And I think, and if you don't, if you if you can never forgive him, which I know a lot of people that are listening to me now feel that way. It's like, yeah, that's fine. But I think that he's he's done. He, God, he's he's fucking given everything. He, he he's done the time. He's done the time, and he's and, and he's shown the humility. And I think he he's, he he didn't come it's, out on the other side of it like an asshole. Funny to me as a pop as like a fan base and a population of people that we choose to pick. We choose to like pick and choose when we put trust in the justice system, right? Right. It's like if. Let's say, like, for instance, that... Well, because it's like dogs. How, how the fuck can you not be, like, well, on no, the side no, no. of a dog, I, I'm, you know? I'm getting back to... I'm like coming to a bigger point here. <laughs> yeah. Let's say that Winston went to Alabama, right? Let's say... Because that was his other top, like, college option coming out of high school. Right. That was the other team in his recruitment. Because right. he's from Alabama and stuff yeah. like that, right? Let's say he goes to Alabama and the same thing happens at Alabama with the same outcome and the same circumstances and, and the whole story surrounding it and he's cleared... Do you think that the fan base would have the same sort of reaction towards him as a person if he went to Alabama? Because a lot of the people that defend Winston are also FSU fans. That's the, that's the thing. If we were the Atlanta Falcons and the Falcons drafted Winston number one, over, number one overall, you know, a little closer. Like I, I don't. I, well, I don't know what, what's what's Alabama's closest geologic geographic, you know, fan base in terms of NFL team. My, uh, maybe Florida. Maybe Florida. I mean, I see there's a lot of Alabama yeah. fans down here. Yeah. Um, you have you you have a point, dude. I mean, it's yeah, it's there is that there is that whole apologist thing for Winston because you know you're an FSU fan, and it's like, right. But what I'm saying is, based on your biases and your allegiances, is when you choose as a fan to go ah, the justice system got that one right. He's cleared. 
he's been cleared like four or five times or whatever. But I guarantee you that the tune would be different if he went to Alabama and he got cleared four or five times of of the sexual assault, and they'd all be like, "Ah, the justice system's broken," this, or you know, or or they covered it up or whatever. If and he went to Miami, right, right, yeah. Which yeah. which every Florida team can like Gators and Seminoles fans both will be ganging it up on him. Like fuck them, right. fuck them, fuck, fuck this guy. Right. Yeah. So. I don't want I want people to stop acting like that their allegiances don't come into play here in terms of why you defend the guy. I get why they do though cuz it's like I well I I do and I don't because I've never been to college. I never been I've never followed someone from college up into the pros ever, like never ever. Maybe Willis McGahee like slightly. Like I remember him balling out in college and being like, "Oh man, I can't wait to see him in the pros." And he tears both right. of his ACLs but, Yeah, in the like, national championship game. Yeah. yeah. Um but other than that, no. So I don't, I, I don't, I don't think I can relate. But I, I get it in the sense that, like, okay, this is the, this. You love this team over here so much. You love this team over here so much. He's now from the one team you love on the other team you love. Oh my God! This, how, you know, how can we get any better? But, um, we talk about this every. Week. We do talk about this every week. I, I just. I don't it just never goes away, and that, I think and that was one of the things that I dreaded when we drafted the fucking guy. Was I just knew this was never going to go away. Like we were, ne- this was never not going to be in the top of a conversation in but terms is- of how. And then now he's just thrown gasoline on the fire with this whole Uber driver thing. So the, the thing, but the th- here, this is the and thing. It shouldn't go away, to be honest with you. It probably no, it shouldn't. And listen, I'm never going to like him, but the thing is, is like he was never convicted of anything. Like he was like it like like Michael Michael Vick was convicted, clear convicted. Right. Like you know he yeah. went to jail. Yeah. Refutable evidence. Right. He was, he, you know, James Winston was never convicted. He served a suspension. Um, and then he's, he's, you know, he's no longer, he was, he, he spent three weeks as, as not being the face of the franchise. Fitzpatrick was talk of the town. He's, his banner's down from the side of the stadium. He's got, he's, he's, he's kind of got to work his way back to being that person. Now, do I think that's a fair punishment? I, look, let me clarify and say, no, I don't think that the, that's fair. But in, in my opinion, in my opinion, what I think would happen. But I think at a certain point, He's gonna he's gonna be our quarterback for a long time if if he does well, which we yep. can get to that point too. So, but I I think I can't I'm not I don't have the I don't have it in me every week to just be like wow well, fuck him because he plays he plays like it's a very this is a you weird. can't go through life like that right you can't and and I don't either like it at this point it's just become on Sundays like I just ignore the guy but here's the thing at like, a certain point it's like I can still not like who he is as a person but I can acknowledge the fact that he's trying to get better as a person and right and 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 and, and, and I feel like he has been trying to do that at the same time I do feel like there's this whole Jekyll and Hyde thing with him that's very strange. I, I feel like very very strange. I feel like we both let off him for a while because he was just playing football and and just kind of Doing his thing. Doing his thing, and, and he was keeping his nose clean and Absolutely. all that, and, and, like, great. But, like, the second this shit comes out about the Uber driver, it's like, well, like, this is what everybody feared was going to happen, and here it is. Yeah, and thing- now he's cost the team. Now he was out for three games. He's You've cost your organization in terms of that and in terms of, like, public relations. Like, there's a lot more people back on the Jameis Winston as a piece of shit train, which, obviously, you know, I'm not not okay with uh <laughs> and here's the other thing well I, really he didn't cost our, our team a lot because no f- he didn't call, but he cost happened, the but. franchise like a lot of bad pr and stuff like that absolutely and, and he, and hurt, he, will- he hurt the community too because i think a lot of the people in the community felt betrayed by him because they were so 
supporting him, and then he just sort of shat on him with the shit. So. Well, here, I mean, forever, the, the the shit that will be talked about us until until the time that he he throws his last pass with the Buccaneers will be crab legs and uh, sexual assault and Uber like that. Yeah. Those, those will be the the the, the, the talking points. He'll always have an watch. asterisk by his career for sure. Yeah. Um, but let's let, let, move on. God, fuck, we beat this horse to death. But I, the, re- the only reason why I wanted to bring it up is because I think that, the, the, uh, like, at a certain point, we just got to stop fucking piling on this dude and let, let it be known that we don't like him. But, like, we don't need to come here ever. We can pile on him, right? Like, does that, do, like is that well, what we need to do to prove this? As long as he keeps giving us ammo, we're going to have to. It's true, yeah. 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 Um, and boy, howdy. Yeah. <laughs> is there some ammo this week? Yeah. Let me tell you. Um, I'm tired of this game, dude. I'm tired of seeing this every week, and 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 you know, now with Dirk Cutter, at, like in in the Dirk Cutter era, we, whether he's offensive coordinator or the head coach, that every week we're gonna go out there and take, or, or every year there's just gonna be a game where we're gonna take a massive shit, and we're gonna just look like a fucking, we're we're gonna look like Pee Wee football. It's gonna look like San Jose State versus USC. It that's like. Uh, it's it's uh, it's uh, unacceptable to me. I'm tired of seeing this game. I'm tired. Of, I, aren't you, dude? I, I've been tired of the Bucks since like 2006. Like I, I for me, uh, it's just I'm so numb to the fact that I know that they're just gonna shit the bed. Like and especially when they have momentum or they're on national TV or it feels like things are trending upward. Yeah. Like I just know, like I just wait for it. I'm like, at some point they're going to shit the bed. I knew from that second touchdown, I'm like, well, this is going to be one of those games. Yeah. I knew it. Like, they're, they're just, but they I would just argue look- that they shit the bed even worse against Pittsburgh. I'm going to football. I'd yeah. rather get blown out than, than come on national TV riding high and then come out and look like shit. And then try to kind of come back, and even though they had a shot, but like that felt like the Patriots game. Remember the yeah. Patriots game where they they kind of had a shot at the end a little bit. And James I'm tired was, of going. Oh, we we had a shot. You know, good job, guys. Like, yeah. no, win a fucking game that matters. Good teams beat those kind of teams. Good right. Te- good teams beat. The Pittsburgh. Steelers turned out. The Steelers got killed by Baltimore. Like, and Baltimore's not that much better than us. Like, fuck, man. But that's a great. You know, that's a great point. I remember in the super back in the Super Bowl year, like we were winning a ton of games and I'm like, none of this matters. None of this matters unless we can beat the Packers because like the pack, like the, the, all these teams are kind of scrub teams in my opinion. And, and the Packers were coming to town on Monday night and I'm like, okay, if we don't win this game, then we're not going to go anywhere. We're not going to go anywhere. We fucking beat them. We beat them on Monday night football and, and Warren Sapp told Mike Sherman to put a fucking dirt Jersey on. <laughs> I think that was that game. Yeah, it was that game. Yeah. The Super Bowl year? Yeah, Super Bowl year. Uh, no, I don't think so. I might be wrong. I, I don't, don't know. I think that was a previous Packers game. Put a jersey on. Regardless. You I know a game I came up just real quick, like detour. You know a game from that year, Super Bowl year camp, the game where Martin Gramatica hit like five field goals to beat the Bears 15 nothing. I do remember that. That was that was the first game that we won. Uh, we won under that was under uh, 30 degrees. <laughs> And yeah, yeah, that's that such a Bucks win. Rob Johnson was starting quarterback, yeah. baby. 
But the the Bears looked the, the Bears looked fantastic. He made Mitchell Trubisky look like a Hall of Fame quarterback. He almost set the he almost matched the record that Peyton Manning had for seven touchdown passes in a game. His our defense is so bad. Yeah, but and and, and this is now this is what what's what the the new talking point is is that okay fire Mike Smith we got to get Mike Smith out of here. Why is that always the first thing that we that we run to is like we got to fire somebody because and because in fans' minds it's like. Well, look at all this talent. There, fans what overvalue talent? the talent that, that's talent? on their the team. Exactly. Shit. There's no secondary. There's nobody. Chris Conte's out, and everybody's like, "Well, Chris Conte sucks." But fuck you. That's a starter that's out. You got a bunch of you got a bunch of scrub, not scrub, but you got a bunch of young uh, 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 defensive backs there playing playing their position. And it's the linebackers and the defensive line have been fine. In my opinion, like especially the defensive line has looked a little better than they have in uh-huh. recent years. There's more of a pass rush than there used to be, and a lot. And Levante and Quan have been fine. The secondary is shit. There is nothing. It's nothing. It's a, it's rookies that don't know what they're doing, and like journeymen. And of course they're getting torched every fucking week, man. Like of course they are. But the th- and but the especially other thing- in a league that's like already catering to offense anyway. This, like- is, this is what people are going to say to you, Anthony. They're going to say, "Oh, well, why are they playing back from the from the wide receivers?" And then, okay, fine. Okay, let's let's say okay, Mike Smith sucks. Great, fire him. Who the fuck are you bringing up? Brentson Buckner? Let's bring Brentson Buckner up. I, this is what I love because it's like this is such a Bucks fan thing where they're like, let's just bring, let's just bring this talented Bucks fans guy. Fans are the king of the backup is always better. Yeah, that's they're how they got fuck- Raheem Morris yeah. as a head coach because suddenly it was like Raheem Morris is this fucking genius uh, defensive back. He gets promoted to, to defensive coordinator. The fucking Broncos Rooney Rule interview him, and then suddenly he's our head coach. What the fuck? This guy has been, like this guy's never been a head coach in his fucking life, and this is what we do as Bucks fans. Brenton Buckner, do you even does he even have schemes? Do you know that he has any any kind of idea what to do in defensive schemes or anything like that? Nah, he He's just been a D line coach his whole career. He yells at Gerald McCoy. Well, fucking make him defensive coordinator, I guess. <laughs> Great. <laughs> what are we doing? Fire Mike Smith and hire whom? Who the fuck do we hire? Nobody. Rod, Rod Marinelli. Rod Marinelli. Yeah, let's 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 lure him away from Dallas. It is fucking crazy that this. this and listen, does do, do I think when the season is over and and, and this, if we this, let the fan base make, make coaching decisions, we'd have John Gruden as our coach right now, and he definitely would have traded Gerald McCoy. So. But I'm not I'm not trying to defend Mike Smith because I do think that that is part of the problem. But a huge like a big fucking flashy red light is that we have no secondary there's nobody back there <sighs> sorry <laughs> got a little high I hit the high notes there in that one you're, you're going to again when we talk about the Rays later but anyway yeah but there's no there's nobody there and I, and I think I think it was uh, I don't know who it was I think it was Thomas Bassinger or, or um, I believe it was Bassinger that that had an article in the St. Petersburg time or the yeah, fuck it. The St. Petersburg Times. Okay? That's what the fuck it's called. Um, he, he, it's still the Ice Palace, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> it's real to me. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. TBT. Um, but he had an article that said, okay, you could trace the, the Bucks' defensive problems back to the 2016 NFL draft where instead of – like his argument is that the, the draft is a big crapshoot. 
this crapshoot. Just just draft them. If if you have a position of need, just draft a bunch of those guys at that position. Just draft a bunch of them, and then maybe one of them pans out. Draft five quarterbacks. Right. Target. So what do we do in the 2016 draft in the second round? What the fuck do we do? We trade up for a kicker, a kicker, and that right there. And if you look at that draft from 2016, um, well, he was a weapon, Kyle. That draft already might go down as 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 one of the worst drafts in Buccaneer history because this is a big statement. Uh, who did we draft from that draft? Vernon Hargraves, Noah Spence, Roberto Aguayo, Ryan Smith, Caleb Benenock, Devontae Bond, and Dan Vitale. Woo. That is <laughs> that is pretty <laughs> bad. That one stinks. You got that Noah Spence. You got Noah Spence, who's who who can't seem to make the active roster this year, and it seems like he's the writing's done. on the wall. He's, yeah, done. he's done. Roberto Arguello is not is not kicking for a, a professional done. team. Who, who Ryan Smith is, played cornerback for us. He's the, been he's probably been the most successful. He's been pretty solid. Caleb Benenock has also been playing p- playing uh, uh, some offensive line, but uh, you know he's been iffy at iffy. best. Devontae Bond. Sure, special teams. Dan Vitale's not on the team. The next all stop. Yeah, and Vernon Hargraves is dead. Is has been injured or has been a disappointment. So it's like Vernon Hargraves has all but been a bust. I think next year, B-U-S. next year you're gonna know for sure if 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 uh, Hargraves Vernon Hargraves is a bust. But that is a brutal. He was starting to make some improvements and he got hurt, which is usually the sign of a bust. So a brutal draft. Woo. And listen. I like the first two picks. Hargraves and Noah Spence, yeah. Those both had potential to work out. They just didn't. But you drafted a kicker, my friend. Why? Why did we do this? And now here's the thing. This well, is the new I thing. Just, Kyle, if you remember correctly, he was a weapon. There was a lot of people, I won't name them, saying that we dra- we got a weapon, guys. Don't well, worry about it. Our kicking game is set for the next 15 years. There's also a lot of people and that, that are like, ha-ha, we should have drafted Derwin James, which... I love hindsight. Hindsight yeah. is great. We should have. Vita Bay looked great against the Bears. Have we you seen drafted... some of the clips from his game? He was fucking manhandling really? people. Yeah, well, that's good to know. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't but, see anything about yeah, the film. Fucking James. Well, this, this is the thing. I mean, yeah, Derwin James is a great player. Yeah. Yeah. We could have had Tom Brady. We could have had Adrian Peterson. Could have, should have, would have, bro. We, that, it's so. Oh, like, y'all wanted fucking Dalvin Cook, and how's he doing in Minnesota? Some dude, some dude came back to me on Twitter because I, I you know, I, I talked shit about him, you know, like, or, or, or I was, I was fucking with him because he said, "Oh, we should have drafted Derwin." I'm like, "Yeah, we. How about we just should have, could have, fucking FSU would have, But the thing is, is like he comes back to me like, you know, you want to? Are we gonna talk about this now or later? I'm like, we're never gonna talk about this because this, this whole thing of like who we should have drafted. Drafted is, I, I you know I, how many examples I will like you not hear it. Yeah, I will not hear. You know it. how many fucking examples that we can give exactly. you as Buck fans of who we should have drafted. I you know will how many, never all hear the teams it. in league can do that. We can all play this game. Look, Vita Vey, we don't even know what he is yet. He could be a fucking elite defensive tackle, yeah, or, or, or he years. could be a bust. But the thing is, but is you yeah, don't that's, know. That's who we picked. Derwin so James could blow his knee out tomorrow. Let's go. Like that, you just don't know, bro. And that's the other you thing. don't know. Vernon Hargraves is in his third year, so it, like he's got the BUS. We all think he might be a bust, but he could. Turn, he still has time to turn that shit around. Okay, yeah. it's like you know, look, 
injuries are a part of football, and 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 you know I remember how deep the, the the Super Bowl team was, and that's why we that's a big reason why we won the Super Bowl because we were so deep. We we had the John Howells that can come in for John Lynch for a couple of plays, or you know we 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 had the Rob Johnsons that could just go out there and manage a game. Um, we don't have that here with this team, and and people forget that that it wasn't a long time ago that we had the number one overall pick. And if you have the number one overall pick, listen here, you fucked up, you fucked up big time, yeah. and that's why you have that pick. So it's it's gonna it's I mean I think we're getting there. We're there on offense. I think we're for sure there on offense with with, with Jameis Winston and and with the weapons that he has, our offensive line, whatever, and our running game is a dude. Our run this. <laughs> Ronald Jones, man. You this, want to talk this, about it? Well, I, th- what I want to talk about is like how this game is was like if you were if you were kind of like reading the tea leaves, this game was was coming. It was a coming because we can't we can't establish a run game. Um, so what do the Bears do? Oh, the Bears have one of the the, the premier pass rusher in the league. So they're gonna thanks, John Gruden. They're gonna fuck us up. They're gonna fuck our shit up. So what would be better to do that is just run away from him, right? You know, you know, hand the ball no, to But we can't do it. We couldn't. We can't do that. And so the offense can't stay on the field. Um, so let's put the defense. No, no, let's not put the defense on the field. The more that defense is on the field, the worse it looks. And you could see it in the, in the past few weeks with the amount of points we gave up. It's like, um, yeah, we got some some. We got exposed in the last two weeks, big time. I think, uh, dude. I just think. This regime is just destined for failure. I, I really do. I just I think that that draft and previous drafts and previous picks and previous free agent decisions and and head coaching decisions that Dirk Cutter has made and doesn't just, seem good, does it? It just it all points to them both being fired. They're going to clean house again, and and then we start over from scratch. Not made from complete scratch. We obviously got some pillars on offense, but. I just I, I feel it coming, man. I feel and I and it might be a good thing. It might be a Jaguar situation where they finally take all the pieces and make it into something like the Jaguars have done. Or it might be another situation where we just have another failed regime. I, I, I don't know, man, but this I said it before the year even started and, and I still felt this way even after we started two and oh. I just think Dirk Cutter's a dead man walking, man. I really do. I and I, and I don't even know if it's that's fair to say because I feel like he's done a lot with the little that we have, to be honest with you, because he's never really had a great defense. And when we had a decent defense, the offense was shit. Cutter's so. done a lot of good things, though. Like Cutter, the, I, I like that Cutter gave up the play calling to Todd Munkin. That's like yeah. a really cool thing that he did because he understood, like he understood, he grew as a as a um, as a coach by saying, "Listen, I can't do it all. I can't, I can't do it all." So let, you know, give it over to. to Give, give it over to Munkin, and he and he does. Cutter does a lot of things that I like, and I think if maybe he had a, a, a um, if Lovey Smith had worked out and Dirk could have stayed as OC, it probably would have been a lot better. Cutter could be could go down as maybe like not a dungy type because he's really not making us relevant, but you know he's not building a championship. He, but he's certainly, I think he is building something here. We we do have something going here on, as, as far as the talent that we have on our offense, the That's talent that we're building on our. No, we're building. We have some talent on our defense. I think you put the right kind of guys in there in the secondary, and and dude, we could we could be there. I I just. 
this is the other thing too is and, and our defense has given up a lot of points but the entire NFL has given up a lot of points dude this yeah. is just the, this is the way the league is going it's just a high scoring league anymore yeah you're right I th- Ryan Fitzpatrick has his jersey in the Pro Football Hall of Fame because he's the only quarterback in three games to throw for 400 yards and four touchdowns or right or 400 yards and four yeah whatever it was whatever it was, or three, three games, games whatever yeah, yeah. I I, th- I I think that is very quickly going to be eclipsed by another quarterback because yeah. of the the nature of the 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 game that the, these guys are playing the rules now. and all that yeah right so I I think that yes do I think Mike Smith uh, deserves a, a share of the blame I think he does in in a certain sense I think that if if um um you know you could do it all over again maybe get rid of Mike Smith after last year and then but again that's that's the whole hindsight thing who gives a fuck. Mike Smith is your defensive coordinator now, and listen, you don't have anybody to play in in your secondary. So, it's I don't know, man. I, I just the Bucks to me have have always been a team that I'm just ready to be disappointed by. Yeah, you know, um, ever since 2002, really, and I'm just I'm sort of tired of hitching my wagon to them every time they show some signs of life and then they just shit the bed again. So well, I, I said this on Twitter on, on on Sunday. It was like, okay, every every single year you can expect the Lightning to be a, a, a playoff contender. Not necessarily make the playoffs, but be a contender. They're going to be they're going to be there and and you kind of expect them to make the playoffs every year, right? Right. Every year you expect the Rays to to do you know, Every year they've done better than expectation, right? Like you kind of expect them to scrap something out, like in spite of all odds. Like the opposite of their expectations, right? Yeah, they like you're like ah, how are they going to win with this team? And like holy shit, they're winning, they're winning, they're doing, they're doing pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And every year, every year you can expect the Bucks to be a disappointment. It doesn't matter what, like it's like even when we set our expectations low. They've never proven us wrong, right? <laughs> Ever. So it's like we we know what we have in our three teams here in Tampa. It's it's pretty incredible, but yeah, we we do know what we have. It's frustrating, man, because I, I do think that the Bucks have all the resources and and all the f- support, and the community loves to embrace them when they're good. Yeah. And I, it's, but they just aren't. They're just not. They just aren't. They aren't ever like they aren't ever what we want them to be. Like I'm. Look, I'm not expect. I, I know in my lifetime that it's very unlikely that the Bucks will ever have like a Patriots like run. It's extremely unlikely that that'll ever happen in my lifetime, and maybe ever. But man, I, I would kill for them to even like get to the second round of the playoffs, or just have a year where we just can have fun the whole yeah. year. I, I'm tired of this shit. Where they show life for like two games and then they just, and they just fall off the face of the earth and now it looks like we're gonna go like I don't know four and twelve or five and eleven right. or something. Suddenly some you know that you know the team that they're and gonna be. And by like week eight we're like fuck. I guess it's time to like start looking at draft prospects. Like that is the worst. It's the worst. Yeah, that be- the best feeling in recent. Fuck, I didn't even take like that that year we had two years ago where like it was coming down to the final week of the season if we were going to make the playoffs or not. Yeah, I was just I was just about to mention that. Like I remember I remember every week we caught on this podcast and we were like, dude, if we win this week against Seattle, we got a shot. And then they won. Oh, dude, if we win against New Orleans, and then we won. Yeah. And then the, that it was that Dallas game, man. That Dallas game killed us. They moved it to Sunday Night Football. It was a huge game. We should have won it. I think we. I think the team played well enough, played to, well win enough to win it, but yeah. it's just Dallas was the better team that year, and they won. And we didn't and even make was, the playoffs, but it was fun because we were in it. It till was the end. so much fun. I that was, 
Save for that Raheem Morris year, the nine, the 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 the, the ten and six that year, fucking, that fucking smoke and mirrors year. Oh, that was a beautiful year. Say the Josh Freeman that looked like the franchise. That would that that year, and then maybe the way maybe one year under Greg Schiano. I don't the know. Last year under Gruden, where we where we went four weeks, thinking we were going to make the playoffs, and we oh, couldn't win a single that game. Was brutal. That's what got him fired right there. Yeah, I've told this story many, many times, but I was at Ferg's with 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 my friend. Oh, that's that was a, with my friend what were Chris. We? we were nine and something going into like the last four weeks of the season. Yeah, and I watched that game at Ferg's, and we, all we had to and, do was win one just, more game, didn't we? We we collapsed against Carolina, but hey, my friend, my friend Chris is getting married, and you know what? I bought a suit. I bought a suit, the first suit I've ever owned. Holy shit! I'm a 31 year old man. I've never owned a suit until. Monday suit. I own a suit. It's a charcoal gray suit. I look very handsome. I'm a big boy now. Big boy <laughs> in my suit. Suit. It's a disappointment. So we yeah, can move, we we can move on to a team that maybe is not a disappointment. Oh, God, we got a lot of shit to talk about. What do we get to? You should talk about the Lightning. Yeah, they're. Uh Starting up on Saturday. Starting up on Saturday yeah, against the uh, the Florida anxiety. Panthers. Yeah. Uh, Tom Jones had a little uh, rundown today in the the, the the Tampa Bay Times, St. Petersburg Times, whatever you want to call it, where he kind of just goes times. through uh, the times. He goes through uh, every every player at every position. And he had he had he had a couple choice words for Stamkos as far as like, do you think last year might have been when you average out his goals at even strength? Per game, they were down this year, so it's like, okay, is it a down year? He's or like the thing with that is he's obviously involved, evolved as a player, because the injuries have taken a toll on him as as in terms of his pure scoring ability. But he's involved into a fucking hell of a playmaker. Like he was setting up a lot of players last year, and he was making his line mates better. And yeah, his goal score, and he only, he still scored like thirty something goals. That's the thing; his power play, his power play goals were just like uh, it's fine. That's what he's yeah. there for. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I think that's good. I, he's well, fine. Stamkos is fine. Um, Stamkos is what you want him to be. He's fine. Is Tony Sorelli going to make the? Uh, yeah. Is he, he's going to make? Is going to be our third or fourth line center? Yeah. Dude, Slit. down the middle, we could potentially have Stamkos, Point, Johnson, and Sorelli. I like that. Uh, and the first centers. John, well. Speaking of Tyler Johnson, Seattle got approved, but um, well, they're they're gonna vote on it, but they're gonna get approved. Well, I thought Bettman approved it. They approved the vote. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which they're gonna they're gonna get approved. They need so, a thirty second team. Your next they're captain perfect. of the the Seattle Sounders. Sounders. Tyler Johnson. I don't know what their name's gonna be. Right. They don't have a name yet, but um, well, I get it. I go Sounders. Seattle Fish Market guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but we take on the Panthers this 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 coming Saturday. Panthers actually very uh, improved, very much improved team. Yeah, they got expectations this year. Yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's do something I haven't done since April. Let's bring up the lines. How about that? Oh wait, no, this is oh, this is is this the website I go to? This is the website I go to. What the fuck? I want the lines, motherfucker. There we go. This is a little bit better. So, what are, what are your expectations this year out of the out of, out of the Lightning? Stanley we, Cup. <laughs> okay, there you go. You heard it here first, folks. 
Why? Why would I expect anything less than that? I, I, you're you're absolutely correct. I mean, you you shouldn't expect anything less than that. I mean, it's, um, I mean, for the next two, the, two to three years. This is. I don't want to call this the last shot, because it's really not. But the last shot when you're this deep, for sure. We just talked about how you can't how navigate the cat is. forever. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is too, is you, you're like we talked about just 15, 20 minutes ago. You're going to get injured. You're going to get hurt. Yeah. And you, you have happen. to be able People to. People are going to get hurt. Right. You have to be able to, to compensate for that. So, yeah. Um, what, whether or not we can stay really wrong. But <laughs> are they wrong? Why? Yeah. Where is that website I had last year that I had it all through the goddamn cup run and now Cat it's friendly? fucking gone? NHL Lions of Daily Coke. Daily Face-Off, that's it, yeah. Of Coke. Yeah, this was it. Was it this? I'll know when I see it. There you go. There we go. Yeah. Okay. JT Miller. Well, more importantly, we should look at the cap. Well, we I feel like we always do this with the lightning. We look at the lines, we look at the cap situation, and be like, okay, here we go. Yeah. But yeah, it is. It, this is this is one of the last years, and you, and you hope that Breeze Block can can kind of navigate us in the future. They'll be fine going forward, but they won't be as deep, and it'll be a lot harder. It'll be like the capital situation where they they couldn't win it for a bunch of years when they were super deep and everybody was cheap and then they finally won it when everybody was expensive and they weren't as deep because that's how hockey works sometimes but did we talk about Carlson going over to uh to San Jose yeah, yeah San we Jose, did on we? It. I mean okay he's he didn't sign an extension yet so that dream is still alive but uh, <laughs> it is true yeah. yeah he'll be a free agent at the end of the year if he doesn't Yeah but we won't have the steely eye the steely eyes of uh Steve Eisman yeah he'll go sign with fucking the Red Wings watch it or actually what would be what would be Make a lot of sense is Toronto. New Jersey, I think. New Jersey or Toronto? Yeah. That 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 would be my nightmare. No, oh, Toronto would be my nightmare to have <laughs> Toronto be a fucking powerhouse. They already got Traveris and yeah. fucking what's his name Matthews. Matthews yeah. Ah! No, no to Toronto. No Toronto. Uh, um, I forgot Traveris is playing for fucking Toronto. Makes me so upset. Yeah, they, who did, who did they won their opener last night. Who did New Jersey uh, add? Nobody. In the offseason? Nobody? They stayed pat because they right. have a bunch of cap space for this year. So, so they still have Hall, and that's it. Yeah. They, they won't, they'll probably regress, to be honest with you. They had a solid team, though. But no, yeah. they had a lot of guys play over their head last year, so they'll mm. pr- they're probably due for some regression. I say that, and they'll be like 120-point team. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How about, how about Boston? How's Boston looking this year? They got killed last night against the Capitals, but they they came back. I think they're coming back strong tonight. They'll be fun. Boston will be there. Toronto will be there. We'll be there. Um, it's really a battle of those three to see who's going to get the top three spots. Flyers, division, uh, the Devils. Flyers, I mean, they're not in our division, but I mean, did we talk? We have not talked about this yet. What? We have not talked about this at all. Did you happen to catch uh, last week tonight recently? No, I didn't. Oh, no. 
tonight, this entire show is basically going to be one long recap of one very long week. And, and, and one event in particular, meaning that sadly there is going to be no time to talk about Trump insisting that the UN was laughing with him and not at him, which it absolutely wasn't. Nor is there going to be time to delve into what was clearly the most fun story of the week, this. Oh, the Philadelphia Flyers have a new mascot, and fans are saying, what the? That's seven-foot-tall Gritty. Gritty unveiled today in front of a group of kids, probably scarred for life. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? What, is that? what the fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. Gritty. It's... Gritty is incredible. Here's my thing with mascots, okay? If you're going to have one, which I would argue that a lot of teams don't need a mascot, to be quite honest with you. Like, it just doesn't make sense for some teams. Like, the Carolina Hurricanes. Like, what? What, what are you going to have, like, Henry the Hurricane or something <laughs> like that? Like, <laughs> but Gritty, man, what the fuck is that? Like, what? Like, why does it have eyes that move, number one? Like, why are they googly eyes? Like... Number two, he just looks like an overweight, redheaded guy. Like, I, I don't know what the Flyers were going for, man. I really don't. I There's, really fucking don't. Where's that? Oh, this is it. This is it right here. <laughs> like, imagine, like, the, him looking down at your <laughs> kid. <laughs> uh there's a there there's a there's a photo out there put out by the fucking Philadelphia Flyers. That's that's it's not even like a candid photo, but it's like uh, the cr uh, what 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 what? Uh, you know what? If you show this, if the Flyers had just done a focus group, a hundred people, show this to a hundred people, what do you think? Seventy-five of them would have been like, "What fucking the fuck are you nightmare. doing?" Yeah, nightmare, nightmare fuel. That's a nightmare. <laughs> My kid would cry instantly. Like. <laughs> Cause that's who the mascot is for, right? It's for kids. It's for kids. It's for the kids. Like run up and hug them. Like the, I see kids in lightning games all the time. Like running up and hugging lightning bug and stuff like that. Because uh, like it's a thunderbug. Thunder First bug. of all, it's a thunderbug. Oh, excuse, Second of all, me. fuck him. Fuck the thunderbug. Why? He's a piece of shit. That's why. why. He fuck did him. He do something to you? Yes, Tom? he did. And so fuck him. <laughs> what did he do to you? The year was two thousand and six. Oh no. The lightning. Were in the uh, the wild card or whatever you call it against against the, devils. against the devils, and my co-host Nicholas and I painted our faces and we were on the ice during the first period intermission. Oh shit! I've heard this story, but I didn't hear the thunderbug angle of the story. And fucking thunderbug got a little involved in the in the in the puck shooting competition. Luckily, I still won, but. Thunderbug was talking a little shit. He was, was he? <laughs> he was pushing me. He was trying to get me to not. Was he actually talking through you? Too? He was. He didn't talk to oh, me. No, okay. yeah. I was, I was, I... He's like, you fucking piece of shit. You're going to yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, you fucking asshole. <laughs> but no, I, I, I did the smart thing and ran up to the goal. And Thunderbug tried to sabotage my efforts. I luckily still came through and won the, won the, the signed Vincent LeCavier stick now on display at my house in the closet. Um, but. Uh, Fuck Thunderbug, dude. He's a dickhead. <laughs> Fuck him forever. You know he's probably changed. Right? I know. Yeah, he's probably a new guy. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll give you a chance. I'll give you a second chance, Thunderbug. But you know, you now that's creepy and we don't talk about it enough is Captain Fear. Captain Fear is a little creepy. Yeah. It's a little too, a little too like real looking. Um. But now that I look at Gritty, though, it doesn't look that bad. 
It's bad. No, it's like it's they're trying to go for oh god, <laughs> Captain Fear. <laughs> like that's creepy. That is a little creepy. Anytime you get like an actual face yeah. involved in it. Let's look up creepiest sports mascot, see what comes or weirdest or scariest or that gritty's number one. Nope. Oh, oh the baby what from the New Orleans Pelican. <laughs> the king cake baby. Oh, because yeah. of the king cake. That's right. Or, or the Chargers guy. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like Max Headroom. <laughs> hey, I'm the Chargers guy. What is this? The Purdue Boilermakers. Oh, boy. Yeah, see, anytime you put an actual face on somebody... <laughs> <laughs> King Cake Baby wins though. I heart King Cake. Hey! <laughs> I'm a baby. Oh, remember the Pelicans original mascot that was so bad they had to change it? No, what was oh, that? Oh, the New Orleans Pelicans original mascot. They had like literally it was so scary that they were like, okay, we got to change this like immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Oh my god, that's right. <laughs> it was like a fucking bl it was like a a color. Oh! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> that is creepy. Dude, why? It looks much better now though. Dude, have you seen the Oilers new mascot? It looks way too real. <laughs> like oh god. Oilers you know, friend of the show. Why does it look so fucking real? <laughs> like <laughs> that doesn't look too bad. That's pretty. That's pretty cute. Gritty though. <laughs> 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 but the thing is, is like, okay, the what is the uh, the Philly uh, fanatic? Yeah, With the, they have a hula hoop belly. That's like that's like the thing in Philly, I guess. Yeah. I mean, but he's not creepy. No, that's like cute. he's not creepy at all. Like he's got a nice like Sesame Street face, like. He's got the little tongue thing that he can do, and he does, like, the hula hoop thing. He, he's fine. I feel like that's what they were trying to go for, though, definitely. They were trying to, like, invoke... Uh, Sesame Street? No, no, no. They were trying to, like, they were trying to go for, like, a fanatic. Like, it's clear. Like, if you look at the fanatic compared to Gritty, like, they were trying to do sort of the same thing with, okay, you know, a lot of fuzz and, like, googly eyes. and But, like, here's a... This is, this is where I look think... Up, like, old, like, 1940s mascots or something. <laughs> or like you know what I mean like <laughs> like just old school <laughs> yeah Chief Wahoo you know the, the most racist of mascots oh, hey, oh, oh, hey, oh my god <laughs> look at the Redskins yeah. mascot yeah exactly <laughs> you know you, you just had you probably just had like people in blackface out there yeah. just Oh boy! Wait a minute. Is that a fr go down? Was that a friar? The San Diego Padres, Matt? Yeah, actually, the Padres are like, yeah, they're uh, like a friar thing or something. I don't the know. swinging fry. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, yeah. Their original logo. There was like a fr uh, friar on the on oh, the really? logo. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know. The more I look at the, the actually, the more I look at gritty, the more uh, it becomes funny. Why do they have to pay you to be a full time? <laughs> I still, I love it. 
Every single photo of him is appalling. I mean, look at this one. That is a nightmare. How about this one? That is simply psychotic. Gritty looks like the end result of the orange McDonald's fry guy hooking up with Grimace. And we've been over this a million times before on this show. If you're a McDonald's mascot, you do not have sex with another McDonald's mascot. Your genetics are too similar and the kids always turn out weird. <laughs> very, very weird. And incidentally, it's not like Gritty has any business like being a hockey mascot. What's that? You like I John? do like I John do too. Yeah. yeah. I was crying in my... I watched this on Monday. I was fucking crying watching this. Because he, he proceeds to show, like, the like the coming out of Gritty where he, like, slips and falls on the ice three yeah, times. So How much would they have to pay you to be a mascot? Like, full-time? Yeah. I'll do it for, like, 30000 Really? Yeah. If I could do something else on the side, right? Because, like, you you only have to be a mascot for, like, a couple of weeks out it's of the... It's like some fan events and stuff like that. Yeah, you do it every other week, right? And you make... I wonder if they... You make 30000 a year? I wonder if they rotate. Mm. Like, if they... Like, if... Like, it's different people every time. I mean, I used to know... I know who... I don't know who who's doing uh, Raymond now, but I know who used to do Raymond... Because if you go on YouTube and you and you search for like rake dancing guy or guy that's dancing with a rake or whatever, yeah. it's that guy. Is it? For sure. For sure. Like you look at his dance moves, like like uh let's see. Guy loves rake. Or or rake. Let's see. What? <laughs> rake dance Rays. It was a grounds crew guy, right? Guy. Yeah, no, no, it was like not even, not even a grounds crew. It was fucking. You come out with the grounds crew. He was like posing as a member of the grounds crew. Right, that's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah, it's the guy who does Raymond. That's what it is. Like if. What's happening? Oh. 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 What's up, Sorry. So this is the guy that was in Raven. Oh, okay. I just know. He's a good dancer too. Yep. He does a little. So that's that's who's doing it. They don't do that anymore. I, I, really, I don't think they do. I don't think so. I haven't. Been, I haven't been. To, they used to do it on like Saturday night games. I, I haven't been to a Saturday night game in a long, in a while. But um, yeah, they used to do it on that or Friday night games. Remember when Friday night games used to be like super? People would go to Friday night games all the time. Yeah. There was a time. There was a time in Tampa Bay where Rays games would be pretty um, filled out during a Friday or or, or Saturday I night. Those times. Yeah. And a Sunday too. Yeah. Well, that's a good transition then. Yeah. Because we got a lot. We got we we got we're gonna cover all four Tampa sports this week, baby. Because uh, if in case you've been living under a rock and you don't know, um, well, actually, let me let me let me paint this picture. So on Sunday, I'm watching the Bucks game, and somebody on pretty little bush down here in the corner. A little, you know, pretty little bush, a little pretty. You know, we're gonna we're just gonna take a little bit of that uh, uh, a phalo phalo blue, <laughs> and we're gonna put that down there, and 
Dude, I watched so much the Bob Ross. You're fucking with me. I'm gonna take. The, let's, let's let's combine a little bit of this titanium quiet and 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 Caleb. Quiet. Um, so if you or I was I was on uh, Twitter Sunday night. Quiet. And uh, and this quiet, <laughs> quiet. Or when you say wheel, the wheel. Um. Somebody, somebody actually made the comment like, "Okay, the, uh, um, I forget what I was tweeting, but someone said like, hey, Stu Sternberg is going to buy the Rowdies.'" And I was like, "Really?" And sure enough, Monday rolls around, Stu Sternberg is buying the Rowdies, and and by Stu Sternberg, I mean they they always like they always um um they they say the Rays right because the Rays are like Stu Sternberg is a majority owner but like there's also like a lot of different people that that, that own the Rays right. but Stu Sternberg is the guy right um so that came out and conspiracy theories go here we go. <laughs> the Rays now own the Rowdies which is like okay on one side like my my first thought is like um, he's showing a commitment to the area. Like he's showing that, like, okay, why? Oh, there's so much to unpack in this. I, we're we're just now getting to this, and now I have so much to unpack. Go ahead. So he's he's this is this is what he's doing. He's like, okay. So my first thought is like he's investing in the area, right? Like, why else would you buy a soccer team unless in the area? Unless like you you're you're truly committed to this area. Unless you're truly uh, uh, feel like uh, it's going to work in this area, but <laughs> there's a whole there's a whole flip side to this, and like the the the, con- the conspiracy start in and 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 Montreal wants a soccer team. Yeah. And, uh, oh, that that was the first thing. Like the the, the jokes that came across of that that were like, okay, yeah, it's so they can move them both to Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, stop it. But the the like the thing is is that Stu back in two thousand and eight originally wanted to put the stadium in that site right there right there where the Rowdies are playing and so that was like one of the possibilities that was mentioned um, is like okay is Stu doing this just so he can have ownership of that area so he can like demolish the the rowdies and be like hey okay let's put a stadium here again I don't know I don't know what he does I, I this 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 move baffles me to be honest I don't know I don't know if he's doing this because he thinks that okay we're gonna have a year-round uh, a stadium experience in Ybor City or is he gonna move the Rowdies to Ybor City and then and then put the Rays in St. Pete? Like, what? What is this? And why? And why does a guy that says okay, professional sports can't work in St. Pete? Why does he then double down on the amount of professional teams that he owns in St. Pete? What? It's a diversion. It's it's yeah it's, it, this this is all part of the Batman saga. Look, he's 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 being the Joker, and what what what, what everything what, burns. Everything burns. What did the Joker do? He bought up he he bought up all the trust in the Saint Petersburg area. You know, and the mob. We, we kill the Batman. 
And so, look, he goes to Bill Edwards. I told you I'm a man of my word. Right, yeah. So this is what it was. Like, he goes, like... Um, you know, every, he go he goes to Bill Edwards and he's like, uh, "It's you know, it's my suit. You should know you, you bought, bought it." it yeah. yeah, and then he does the magic trick, and Bill Edwards is like, "Well, I guess we will give him some money." And he's like, "Ta-da!" <laughs> then he walks out with the bomb and the jet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Stu, out as if on cue, goes and buys property in in, in downtown St. Pete, which. Seriously, dude, I I have no fucking idea. I think John Romano. What's your number one inkling with this? What was the first thing that came to mind when you saw this news? Um, like, what you, was your first thought? Like, what the fuck is Stu up to? No, no, no. Yeah. Honestly, the first thing in my mind was was kind of like, um, from a business standpoint. I know Rowdy's fans are really worried. By the way, when this yeah, happened, no, dude, yeah. I feel bad for them. Yeah, but the, but for like my first thought was like, okay, from a business standpoint, he is just buying up equity in like, or he's just bu- he's buying a team that he sees as like, okay, maybe he got it dirt cheap, but he's com- like. My first thought was commitment. I thought, like, okay, why would he buy a team in this area unless he wasn't committed to it and committed to this area? And I think that I think move the rowdies to where the trop is, knock down the trop, build a soccer stadium, build a baseball stadium where Alang is. No, that's not gonna happen. I, know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think things are still. I think, think towards Ebor. Yeah, I think what this what, I really think what this was is it's very kind of like face value, and it's like. The Rays got a good deal on it. Bill Edwards was willing to sell it for like a good price. So the you know the Rays have the infrastructure in place. They know what it's like to run a professional team. You know as far as ticketing and everything else. So they're like, yeah, you know what? That's what we'll do. Um, so they 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 went and, and and bought the the Tampa Bay Rowdies and I think it's so facto. Yeah, ipso facto. Is that is that a quote? I don't know. Uh. But I think that's that's really on face value what it is. Now, if you want to go conspiracy route, I've I've heard I've heard it all this week. So I've heard I've heard that okay, St. Petersburg owns Mahaffey Theater. So what if they relocate the Mahaffey Theater to the Trop spot, demolish the Mahaffey Theater? Suddenly now you have more more real estate in which to develop that new Rays Stadium with parking and you know you can build a parking garage there and everything and and I'm have your new stadium you out, and then move the Rowdies over to to Ybor City and to think about it too wouldn't a soccer stadium do a lot better in in Ybor City than yeah. this downtown St. Pete downtown St. Pete's all fucking hipsters and fucking craft beer and all that kind of bullshit you know that's that's like that's like one of the people. same with who what what better for baseball than all this all this hipster bullshit and guys riding their bikes down here you know they, and and what better for soccer than you fucking Ybor City the party <laughs> environment your bikes. you goddamn bring your bring your drums into the into the stadium and and, and, and Ralph's mob and everything it's like like and like, your roofies and like well <laughs> let's be honest I, I don't think I'm I don't think I'm I'm saying anything uh, uh offensive here but I, everybody knows that when it comes to Ybor City it's, it's you know it's, it's Cuban and it's and it's, and it's black and it, and and it's white too but it's, it's like it's all sketchy yeah. everything about Ybor is it's like a mixed bag it's like a, yeah. it's like a you know there's a, there's a, there's a, I used a, to go to Gameworks on Saturday nights and walking back to my truck from Gameworks to the parking garage was one of the most sketchy experiences Well, who do you think is more in soccer do you think a bunch of downtown say Pete hipsters are in a soccer or are some fucking savage Cuban Americans in a soccer uh, Cuban Americans all day you know it's, it's I mean the hipsters are into like 
I don't know, curling at this point or something like that. <laughs> so that's one that's one of the possibilities, which I don't think is going to happen. I think it's I think really again face value. Ray is going to go to Ybor. Rowdy's going to stay in St. Pete. It is what it is. This is what happens. But I hope the Rowdies do go MLS one day. That'd be cool. To what MLS one day? Yeah, that would be cool. But I feel like this could affect that. But anyway. Well, uh, well. See, the other thing that people have thrown out is like, okay, Stu's doing this to do like truly a multi uh, or a year round venue for um, the uh, that new stadium, which is bullshit because the schedules conflict. Right. Like you can't do that. Like I. Th- the biggest game in St. Pete every year, or, or at least what they try to make it the biggest game, is the Fourth of July game. Everybody goes to the Rowdies game, and there's fireworks after. And and um, what happens in July? Oh, I don't know. Baseball, Baseball season. <laughs> yeah, yes. the boys of summer. I mean, it's like that's the 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 schedules commingle. So I don't think that that happens. I don't think that that is one of the reasons why. Um, and what, what's the other what's the other uh, theory that I've heard? Uh, being tossed out there i think yeah the whole um you know move the rays to alang move alang to where the rays were right Mm, maybe i think st pete really has their eye on that as far as like developing that into uh um, where alang is you mean yeah no no where tropicana field is like i think i really think that i think tropicana field is going away and i don't think there's going to be another sports stadium that's going to take its place if if there is maybe it's very small but that's all going to be built up and that's going to be like there, there's going to be big two big central hubs and i can see it happening now uh it's going to be uh that that central avenue like that that you know central and 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 um you mean where the, all the bars are where so? all the bars are yeah. you know you got you got bean town green bench brews yeah. no not green bench oh, but not that. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking about you have you know, you have masteries, and you have uh, uh, you know the um, the oh, oyster bar, and you, yeah, yeah, that the whole the whole strip. You have ringside, and that's going to stay the same. That's 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 obviously like your big your one of your your big hubs, and because they've been developing around that. But also, I think St. Peter's eyeing uh, this this whole district uh, where where kind of I am right now, and where we're podcasting from is like the Edge District, where. You know, you have Ferg's and you have the Independent, and you have a lot of different craft breweries popping up, and you have uh, a lot of restaurants, hawkers, and you have you know, just everything. Yeah, I think St. Peter's looking to redevelop that Tropland, being like, okay, this is our new, you know, two different right. centers of. So, I think that's what I think that's what's going to happen. I think. Um, if everything happens the way that the Rays want it to, they're going to be playing baseball in Ybor by 2020, and they're going to and the Rowdies are going to be in St. Pete somewhere. Not definitely not where the trap was, but I think they'll. I think I don't think these conspiracies are worth entertaining. Essentially, so there you go. Blake Snell MVP. Everything. <laughs> Blake Snell won everything. Future Rowdies MVP as well. Blake Snell. Yeah. Do you think we ever resign him? I think there'll be a Rowdy's night at the Trop now. Yeah, that's, that, is, that is another interesting thing because it's like... I think the cross promotion will be there now. Like, cause I don't really think it's there at the Trop right now. I don't think it's not. Much, yeah. Well, this is the thing. It's like, ever like a like a like a between innings like advertisement. Like, come to the Rowdy's game. I think you'll probably see a lot more of that. Yeah, for sure. But the thing is, is like, 
the 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 Tampa Bay Rays are the great invisible baseball team, right? And Bill Edwards has done such a great job of uh, advertising in St. Pete. Like you see more rowdy shit down here. Yeah, there's a rowdy. Well, that that well that's gone. That now that's that's a that's Ford's Garage and Yeoman's, which is like really good. There's one in Tampa, but like. There's Ford's also one in St. Pete. Yeah, there's a yeah. Ford's Garage and a Yeoman's in I've Tampa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, dude, I went to Fly Bar in Tampa. Fucking outside. I love Tampa. I love. I love. I love my city. I, I consider the Tampa Bay area my city, and I fucking love that. I love everything about Tampa. I love everything about St. Pete. But, um, yeah, I just wonder because if you go down First Avenue North, or you go anywhere, uh, you see rowdy stuff more than you see raised stuff, and it makes you wonder. Makes you wonder uh, how that, if a, that's going to change. I did a. I was at uh, someone's residence in a high rise in St. Pete, and they overlook Al Lang. Like you can see the games, and they're like, "Yeah, we just sit on the porch and watch a soccer game sometimes." Yeah, and like that's awesome. Like that's that's really cool. Um, side note, I didn't realize this, but that then left field in Petco Park in San Diego. That building is actually an apartment building. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like that building that's basically attached to the stadium. So you can just go out on the balcony and watch a baseball game, like anytime. Basically renting there has you like gets you like season tickets to the Padres. And wouldn't that's that be amazing? Wouldn't that be incredible if the well the Rays will never have anything like that, but yeah. you know. Uh Toronto has that too. Like yeah, the hotel. There's a hotel field. right there. Yeah. Um You can't do that. You can't do that down here. Uh, all year round because the summers are just like ridiculous with it. it's every every afternoon at four o'clock it's going to rain so it's yeah. like what are you going to do um but you got to have an indoor baseball stadium but i still think that like you can probably i don't know they could do something that translucent roof if you could see outside with the roof you Here's certainly can idea. see inside when the rays eventually do move from the trop and if they offered like hey you can stay in tropicana field for a night for so much money like sleep on the field or something like that would you do it <laughs> yeah if it, what, what if it was what if it was like those like old movie tropes or like if you if you sleep in tropicana for a night you get all of tropicana field but look out it's haunted <laughs> they're gonna film a b movie horror movie at tropicana yeah, field. And suddenly you have to like spend a haunted night at the tropicana ghost of Lupinella field. Kid yeah. tries to kill you like I, I, dude i if i could spend a night up in the catwalks i Listen, okay, listen. Before the Tropicana Field is demolished, because it will be in my lifetime, can I just go to the catwalks once? Please. I know. Somebody from the Rays, please reach some, out. I know people from the Rays listen to the show because they've. He stopped me in a bar once. Okay, so if you're listening, get me in the catwalks once. It doesn't even have to be during race season. Like, like you know, if Lakewood High is graduating, just get me in the catwalks. Dude. Just want to go on the catwalks. That's the one place I've never been in, in Tropicana Field. I've been everywhere else. Um, I think, yeah, I've been in. I've been in a, a box seat. You know, I've been in the dugouts. You sat in the outfield. I've sat in the outfield. Sat, sat down every, the line. I've, I've sat it anywhere you can. You, you can sat sit. In, like the comfy chairs behind home plate. Uh, actually, no. That's the other. That's the other place. Yeah, I've never sat in that club. So that and the catwalks, but. Look, I'm not going to ask you. I'm not going to ask anybody for two hundred dollar tickets, but it costs you nothing to show me the catwalks. I just want to walk up there and look at the catwalks. Man, if I can do that, I'm die happy, man. And I get, and if I can get that seat, put the, put it down. Seat number six, row AA. 
I'll take it. I'll take whatever seat you can give me. Come on, there's 30,000 of them. Yep. You can give me one. How much is it going to cost me? There's 30, like There's 12 Rays fans. <laughs> I want two of them. I'd want two of them. Nah, I just want one. Just one? Well, it depends on how much they cost. We'll see. If I can get a package deal. Two, two for 20. <laughs> seat 69 and seat 420. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, that's it. That's it. We're that's done. it. Panthers, Panthers this weekend. Bucks are, Bucks are on a bye week. Um, Thank God for that. Blake Snell, MVP. AL Cy Young. Well, he's going to win Cy Young, right? I mean. Got to. If, if he doesn't want to If it's not, we will be back next week yelling about that. <laughs> or whenever yeah. they, or after the, they announce it after the Dude, season. Dude, literally goes. everybody that I've seen pick their, like, end of season picks. When it's did like, they announce it? After the season? I, I have no idea. But it's, it's for sure it's Blake Snell. It's, it has to be. I've seen. I, I think it's like going to be a unanimous thing, which is it's going to be great. I, I love to have it in the side picture. Can we please sign him to a deal, like a team friendly deal, please? It's not going to happen. <laughs> Alrighty, I'm tired. How do we? How do we do against the Panthers? I think they'll get it done. I think they'll get a win. All right. I'll, I'll say four two. Four to two Panthers. Four to two Lightning. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Asshole. Rate and review us on iTunes. Go to uh, patreon.com slash word of the bay. Uh, follow us on Twitter, uh, WOTB podcast or Kyle WOTB strike twice WOTB or Nick WOTB. And that is it for the show. We've done it again. Another week of, uh, of, of fresh content for these people. The tag team champions. The tag team champions. <laughs> and, and also, I want to hold the Intercontinental at the same time. I don't know. No. I, I never wanted to be Fuck WWE. You, I'm going to hold the Intercontinental. I want to. Oh. 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 Well, this oh, weekend at SummerSlam, my friend. Now this tag team is over. <laughs> <laughs> I challenge you to hell in the cell. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That is the word of the day. I am Kyle. I'm Anthony. See you next week. Bye. Bye.